Warning, this program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned in to Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned into another episode of Random Pussy. And, well, honestly, this person's pretty random to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what's up? Why don't you state your name, say what's up? My name is Kevin Cuenca, and this is about as random as a <laughs> podcast interview can get. Uh, literally just walked in, and this beautiful arrangement that you have. Thank um, you. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> just got lured in by pussy talk, and we're just going to have fun. And- <laughs> We love pussy here. Um, Don't you love pussy? Amen. Yes. (laughs) All of the above. Who doesn't love pussy, right? Yes. So tonight's topic is sex toys. Okay. So so let's just start off with, have you ever used sex toys yourself, personally, without another person? Oh, no. 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 And and I haven't actually, I mean, maybe I'm not a a great guest, but we'll make it work. No, this Um, is great. I've never actually used one with a partner either. Really? I've never felt the need to use one with a female. Um, I think like from a like a male chauvinist perspective, mm-hmm. it would be like, well, I would only use that if I wasn't working, right? I see. But I think as, as we've gotten um, older, and we were talking before we even started this, like I think now we are seeing from both sides, men and women, this movement of like, let's be open to different things, but also let's talk about what we A, haven't done, B, what we wouldn't, but like maybe what we're comfortable doing and just haven't done yet. Yep, I think yep, that's yep. empowering for both sexes. Yeah. No, I completely agree because, you know, it's funny because though it's called Pussy Boss, like the mm-hmm. show really is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And even men, in a sense, are stereotyped into some sort of way. And women, we do it to them without even realizing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, well, if you're not like a tough man and you're a quote-unquote pussy, you're not man enough, mm-hmm. right? You can't lay me down in bed the way that that motherfucker over there can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not really true. But yet it has to hurt as a man to be like, I mean, so so when you're so if you met somebody who said I use sex toys on the regular, would that to you be like kind of a red flag? Like, ooh, maybe this isn't some type of person I would want to mess with. No, not at all. I think that to me would just say this person is a confident in who they are, both as a person and in their in their sexual life, and that they have a strong sexual appetite and drive. Um, so no, I wouldn't be like taken aback by it in any way or or see it as like a bad thing at all i would just say wow this person is comfortable with themselves and experienced with themselves and maybe can teach me a couple things okay so you you're giving some great answers here so i want to just give a background Mm -hmm. uh because i don't really know you Mm -hmm. can you give me a little background of who you are so i can understand what you know type of man you yeah. are no absolutely because you're definitely somebody who's educated i'm assuming mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no i would i would you know hope to think that i mean i'm <laughs> i'm 37 years old oh you're um, 37 yeah oh ladies he's looking good thank you very he's much definitely fuckable okay <laughs> keep going <laughs> um dad was in the navy so we moved Ooh, around a lot okay. when i was a kid um, born in San Diego, we moved to Washington State when I was in second grade, 
and then moved back down to the Bay Area when I was in eighth grade. Okay. So the Bay so Area West Coaster. For me, yeah, all West Coast. Um, the Bay Area for me is home. I did go to college in New York for four years, and then I um, went to Syracuse University for broadcast journalism, and oh, then wow. came back to the Bay, worked for six years, then went to Texas and worked for another almost five. So basically, I was moving to different jobs at uh, local TV stations in their news department. Mm-hmm. So like I was covering sports at these different local affiliates. And, uh, and then finally made my way to LA about four years ago and was a sports reporter at the CBS TV station for that entire time until right after I covered the Super Bowl, I came back and they fired me for my social media videos. I've been making <sighs> these like car wrapping videos for the last like a uh, year and a half now. And it's been great. I'm, um, as of tonight, I'm like almost at 100 what? followers. And it's been a, a long, not that that's like. So you, wait, I'm you rap? For. Well, <laughs> what I do is I take songs that are, that are popular and I have a shirt and a tie on. And I'm mostly covering L.A. and Bay Area rap songs that They're people really wouldn't expect to hear from me because. Yeah. They see a square-looking dude with a tie. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So that's why it's fun, and I've been able to build um, not only a following on my own, but relationships with different artists, both here and up and down the West Coast. And it's been really fun. Um, so when they did fire me, it was like, okay, I can finally just be focus on my social media stuff. And uh-huh. I saw where all this stuff was going kind of right wow now. i love that so first off i have an alter ego her name's triple thick mm. she's my rap yeah that's mm. my rap alter ego okay. when i was 16 i debuted her um my first song was i know you ain't got no draws on based to the uh the the um juicy beat oh. okay so i know you ain't got no draws on commando <laughs> remix yeah I like commando. This a lot. <laughs> But I love the fact that you're doing that. I think that's so cool. And you know, it's crazy to me because I've actually met a couple people who their jobs have fired them over mm-hmm. social media. And I totally get it. But at the same time, I almost think like, why are we judging people for what they do on their time off? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you're killing people here. <laughs> and, and the thing for me was I would have totally understood it had I been a salary employee in their promos on billboards and been like a face of the station. Yeah. I think when you when you have that kind of job, you sign up for the other things that come with it. But I was a freelance sports reporter and essentially they were telling me I couldn't make money through my social media, that I couldn't post about other brands. I had oh, like a backpack wild. post on there that they were upset about. And um, for me, it was like, if I'm a freelancer and I have no job security here, you can't tell me that I'm unable to make money in other spaces completely agree as long as i'm not disrespecting you guys and cursing all the time and being a lunatic um i felt like i was while walking a a line i felt like i wasn't crossing the line and obviously it only takes one person to disagree with you that has power to yeah ax you well you know what i say just means you're on the better path now it was meant to be because you know i actually was laid off um over a year ago now and i got hurt at the job as well. Mm. But when I was laid off, I remember thinking like, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. And like now I'm a year later and I'm doing pussy boss and it's taken, there's been a lot of downs, right? (laughs) But I'm like, well now I'm doing what I should have done a whole time, but it took somebody to literally put me under the fucking ringer. Right. Mm. 
and then shit blows up and you're already blowing up 100k like mm-hmm. shit and i mean if you're already meeting you know sexy ass mm-hmm. nana over there all <laughs> I, black too uh-huh. you guys should see her right now yeah she i mean i i i literally got drunk the other night right and i messaged her and i looked and i'm like oh shit you're hitting on her because i was drunk because i'm like i just love yeah, I was like, what are you doing, boo? Because yeah. I'm, like, drunk, and I'm like, she's just so amazing, right? Fine, cool. Like, there's my, not many bitches like they're out there. My question is, yeah. was that triple thick that was <laughs> It probably was. You know, she, she, yo, triple thick, she got some balls. You ain't you know got no saying? draws on yeah. <laughs> Let me see, Nana. And Nana, Nana gonna be singing to me. I know, I know, I ain't got no draws on. <laughs> I wasn't here for that. Oh. <laughs> we're running it back. Yeah, we're running it back we're real quick. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, you know, it's so it's so funny how the world works, right? Because like you know, I met Nana like what has it been three weeks? It's only been a few oh, okay. weeks, so and then you guys I have a chemistry like you go oh, way back. Dude, I know because I, I know I just fucks I would have never her. guessed that. I just fucks with her. You know, it's yeah. funny because in LA it's really hard to meet women mm-hmm. who like are cool. Like where I just feel like women have to be very confident in themselves out here because we're so like naturally meant to like just kind of. Um, fight one another that's the wrong compete yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and like for me like i've never really been one who's like been all into like the makeup the hair and all that like i'm more like just like i want down ass bitches you Mm -hmm. know and so like when i came to la like i felt like girls wouldn't talk to me because i didn't look la enough you know, and that's why when I met Nana, I was like, "See, this bitch's cool because mm-hmm. she she's beautiful. She's who she is. Like, I like that. And there's not many of them out here like that. Not many dudes either. I mean, I, has your dating life been well since you've been out here? Um, I've been here for about four years. I oh, was here. in a relationship for about a year and a half. Okay, um, which is was, long for LA. And it was <laughs> tough too. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can even hear Nana. <laughs> okay, yeah. we got we got Nana in the background, straight like coming in with the questions. She's asking what race this this bitch was. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 nationality are you? Because you're not just white. So my mom is Italian and Spanish. And mm. my, my dad's side is Spanish. Italian in the house. Which Italian? Are you Sicilian? Well, my grandma's from Pisa, Italy. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Which I haven't visited yet. But that's got more money than Sicily. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't been, so that's my next goal is to is to travel. I there. want to go to Italy too, because my my grandmother's a Sicilian. Mm. So like I'm, well, I like to say I'm Italian, but you know I'm not full blown Italian. Mm-hmm. But I grew up like an Italian. Yeah, you, you, you have an Italian spirit for sure. <laughs> you know, it was it was literally beat into me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know how them Italians be. Mm-hmm. They don't take shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's um okay. So cause I was gonna say this guy does not look like a normal white guy. Like literally when he walked in, I could t- see swag. Thank you. I okay. Now I look. I just looked at the shoes, y'all. But you know that's why when you were talking about how you were in the white tie and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, I was thinking it's so funny because I don't see that. Like you had swag as soon as you walked in here. You know. Thank you. <laughs> And like the second part of that is I think that's why the videos that I do work because a lot of the times also they don't expect me to A, even know the song, let alone be able to like 
vibe with them in a way to where it looks natural and that it's the kind of music I've been listening to my whole life. Like I was lucky to be growing up in the Bay Area. Like I was in eighth grade, 96. And, you know, that was a time when you had like these real icons that were breaking through. Like, of course, Too Short was like already established, but mm-hmm. E-40 was on his way up. Yeah. Mac Dre was on his way yep. up. You had these... Uh, later on was the hyphy movement. So you had all these talented artists. And back then I was actually um, doing some video recording and editing and put together some DVDs for guys back then. So it helped me establish some relationships with guys who now I've circled back around and done some of their songs and they've reposted on their pages. So wow. um, it's been a cool ride and full circle moment. And, well, um, yeah, I just saw a picture with you and Nipsey. Yeah, that like, was... Like, that's pretty fucking iconic, dude. That was a... That's probably the most special um, interaction that I've had through these videos. So, when I was still anchoring on CBS, it was during the Dodgers World Series. Um, there was this moment where they had, you know, lost a game, and I essentially wove Nipsey's name and his message into uh, like a piece that I was reading on air mm-hmm. and um, I don't think that and I called him a philosopher and not a, a rapper oh love and it. so when I posted the video onto my social media um, and he had already followed me beforehand for a video that I'd done on him and a, a partner but when I posted that like he commented on it Lauren London did as well and um, wow. one of their close friends reposted it and right afterwards, um, someone from his camp said, hey, we want you to come down to the Marathon store and, and get, come get some free clothes. So I go down there, and Nipsey wasn't there that day, but Sam, his brother, was. And they literally like gave me two bags of clothes wow. and would not let me pay for anything. It wow. was amazing. And then the next time I was there was when they did a collaboration with Planes for a new hat. And Nipsey was there that day, and I got to meet him. And bef- it was so cool because before I could even act, go and tell him how much his music had meant to me on my sports broadcasting journey, I started listening to him like nine years prior. And he, his music had helped me a lot when I was in Texas. And before I could even get it out, he was like, dude, it's not just because you're doing our music. Like, I just fuck with your energy. So tough. Love it. And that was like all the validation that I yeah. needed because at the end of the day, I'm not from their culture and I'm doing the music that is from their culture. And the last thing I wanted it to be was this dude who doesn't really fuck with the music, but is just doing the song. And then he goes back into his car and he's like listening to Garth Brooks and doesn't care about these people. Yeah. Like I wanted it to be from an authentic place. And he saw the respect though. He saw the respect. And that was really important. And I think though, you know, I think I know this is so not about sex toys. Like we literally have gone from mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing to another. But I think Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, though, like we all got like, I think it's a time he definitely deserves time to respect what he's done mm-hmm. for the culture. And, you know, even me as being um, obviously a white person, mm-hmm. I think it's really important for everybody to embrace other people's cultures and communities, mm-hmm. whether it's Asian, whether it's black, whether it's Hispanic, like at this point, we should embrace these people. And music is one of the easiest ways to start embracing, right? Just because you may not like rap. I mean, if you really take the time to listen to these words or read these words, if you can't listen, read these words that these people are speaking, like, it's 
fucking amazing. It's poetry. It's it's deep. Anyone can connect with it. For me, I love personally Slick Rick is like my favorite oh, all time rapper. But I also really, really love Bye. <laughs> yeah, you're coming next time. Bitch. Don't think you're not getting interviewed. I got you your name and your number and your fucking address. And that's all on the podcast now, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I had to yell at someone real quick. But, like, I really do believe, like, that's what Nipsey, unfortunately, his passing, though, I feel, I hope that people mm. can learn from that is that, you know, America, like, we're so, well, we are. We're so black and white, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not black and white. America is founded on so many people. And, like, we need to start embracing cultures. And music is the first place, whether it's hip-hop, whether it's salsa. You know, like, I even try to listen to um, Latina music just because I feel like if I can embrace more people's culture, I can understand people better, you know? Absolutely. And I think... You know, trying to bring it back to um, what you've established here is when you see people like I was born in San Diego on this very diverse multicultural block. My, the first crush I had, she was Filipino. And I, I remember when you're born into that, you don't see the color. You just see, OK, is this person nice? Do I like uh -huh. hang out with them, et cetera? And I think for me, I was very fortunate in that sense where I've been able to see people that way. And then it's been in my dating life as well. Yeah. Um, and I think if, you know, unfortunately not everyone's born in those, into those kind of situations, yeah. but whether it's through travel or just like you said, music or understanding or trying to understand other people's cultures, you see the beauty in other cultures as well. And I yep. think that's really what this country is all about is, is that melting pot and mm -hmm. bringing these cultures together. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Now, speaking of cultures, mm -hmm. let's get into some sex stories. <laughs> let's do it. So did you know, did you know that um, the first vibrator was actually invented so that doctors could um, help women with hysteria? So women would go in because they weren't getting fucked by their husbands, most likely because they were fucking a mistress, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, this is all assumption here. Don't yeah. take that. That's opinion. That's joke. Guys, don't take it for real. <laughs> um, but I'm they, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> they literally created vibrators so that doctors could literally make women come. So they would use the vibrators on women, yes, to make them come because they said they had hysteria and so they're crazy because they're not coming because their husbands weren't making them come because they probably weren't eating them out. This is, again, assumption. Mm -hmm. But just the saying, yeah. so I feel like men didn't start eating pussy until recently. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe the I last couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> right? The last couple of months. Oh, shit. I almost knocked over my drink. I got so excited. Diana do up in the house. <laughs> hey, we got a party now. Yeah. But like, um, I, so wait, what year was this? This was, so what I was reading was 18, yeah, 1890. Um, but oh. no, 1890 was the first one, but then you're talking 1930, 1930 is when you're talking about like, the doctors. Mm -hmm. well, the doctors were doing it for a while, but basically <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some malpractice is going on for a little bit. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying for so long, women, we've been told we're not okay to come by ourselves. We need a man. Like, I completely understand now after reading and researching, researching, you know, the internet. I mean, I don't know how much of it's true, but, <laughs> but like, I get it. Like, right. We've been told if you look at Adam and Eve, right. We ate the fucking apple. Mm -hmm. 
right? But did did Adam still fuck us? Of course he did. Yeah. He was like, and oh, you ate for? the apple, you ho- dirty whore. Now yeah. I'm going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to punish. Time to fu- Exactly. <laughs> Time to punish. And then you, so you have that story, right? And then, and then it's like, it's like just women, like I feel like we've always been taught we're supposed to give to men, like mm. our bodies. And so like with sex toys, I think women, even though most sex toys are in a sense made for women, I feel like women think it's bad because we're not supposed to enjoy it on our own. Yeah, well, fuck that. Like, I mean, because I mean, think for about real. it from our, like from a man's perspective, we're not judged for jacking off and... How many times a day you jack off? Now I I really don't do it much really? anymore. But when I was like when I was in high school and college, yeah, I much? was a terror <laughs> because because I was a super late bloomer. So like I probably didn't hit puberty till like my senior year of high school. So I was the guy who was like, you know, as a junior sophomore year, junior year, I was like five five, hundred and ten pounds. Like my mom was attractive, my dad was attractive, so I wasn't like an ugly kid, but yeah, I was like the was cute the friend one. zone kid. Yeah. I was the guy that was like hearing all these chicks' problems and being like, "Would one of you just grab my dick once? <laughs> like, please, right?" And and I had major insecurities, and so really, I swear to God, and so then finally, uh, and I would hear. I remember, I'll remember this shit like. It, I'll never forget this. I remember being at a uh, my my pops was living. This by then my parents had split when I was in eighth grade. And my dad brought us to uh, it was like one of these relaxation spots that he liked to go to. It was like this, and this will sound really weird, but it wasn't as weird as it'll sound. But it was basically a hot tub, right? Uh-huh. And I remember like we all had swim trunks on or whatever, and we just went into the hot tub. We were just chilling. But I remember to get to like to go to the hot tub, we changed in this little locker room area. And I remember seeing my brother and I was like, when is my dick going to get like that? (laughs) Because I was nowhere near that. And it wasn't for a few years. And then I remember. Oh, wait. So your dick did get to that. (laughs) No, sorry. I'm sorry. You let it. You might, I mean, you might just I mean, be a grower. Know. You might just be a grower. It's all good. Yo, some of the but best no, dicks I've had are growers, not but showers. I was. And I think, and even <laughs> oh, in like the high basketball up. team where you're like showering and I was like li- really insecure um, until later on when I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm doing fine. Here. <laughs> but it took a long time. And even in, I think in, in my head, so like through high school, I was like not getting any action. So of course I'm on all the websites and mom's like catching me jacking yeah, off downstairs. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like the typical American pie story. Did you used to watch scramble porn? Cause I definitely, used, yeah, I used to actually like watch, I used to watch it, dude. Under, like I used to wait for my parents to go to bed. Yeah. Cause I, so when I, when I grew up, I wasn't even allowed to watch fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Wow. I was in, yeah, my parents were like super strict and so I used to sneak scrambled porn at night. <laughs> I would I would watch it. And if I saw a titty, I'd be like, yes, I saw a titty. Right. Because you never like see a dick like you only see titties or like. <laughs> and you only and the titties are in the opposite. Corner. Yes. Yeah, right. So you They're like disconnect. Right, and then you got to like zone. You got to really focus in. Yeah. On but it. you're like, damn, I saw that nipple. It yeah. looks so good. Yeah. No, I remember, you know, like with slumber parties as in elementary school doing that or like with yeah. my brother as well and i remember when my brother 
thank God. This is like, <laughs> I, I was so happy when this happened. He found a stash of my dad's Easy Rider magazine. Oh, no, not that Easy Rider. Sh- that shit changed Yo, my you just childhood. Brought up, you just brought up some old shit. I don't know if people know about Easy Rider. I don't Easy think they Rider. do you gotta, All right, you got to break it down. You know, them. when you're fourth or fifth grade and you're seeing these girls on motorbikes with their titties out, <laughs> it's a huge deal. And yeah. I remember like being so grateful and thankful for my brother <laughs> for finding this stash. It was it was unreal. So my stepfather used to have um, a Playboy stash. Mm. So I always was into Playboy. But then like my mom's boyfriend before him used to have this like BDSM, but crazy shit like like candle wax and like kind of torturous shit. So like yeah, I definitely had, I feel like my mom would hate me for saying this, but I feel like it's my parents' fault that I'm so sexual because I was so curious and nobody talked to me about it. So I just went and started snooping and I found all this weird fucking shit. And you were deprived. Yeah. Of all that. Like Yeah, cuz I mean sex ed is some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to the uh, my my interview earlier and we're like talking and I said, "Why in sex ed are we only taught bad things?" Like sex is bad and sex is this, but what about like the positive things with sex? Like the fact that you come and it feels great. Yeah. And just emotionally you're able to, you know, get that release or the stress tension, you know, release. I think as we've gotten, I think our generation has definitely been one where we've seen that it's okay. As long as you're like a using condoms and be honest with where you're coming from and what you're looking for and all that. Like I don't, think it's sex is a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination so you just brought up something that i want to just pinpoint because mm-hmm. i will say as a female who is sexually active a lot of guys don't like to use condoms i've always been so scared um and i think a lot of it was i was so career driven mm-hmm. uh where you know i worked for almost 15 years in that broadcasting industry and the last thing i ever wanted to do was have a kid when I wasn't ready for one because I did not have a good relationship with my dad as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an alcoholic throughout my childhood, um, still drinks, but doesn't have the same life stresses anymore. Mm-hmm. But And we're closer now because once my parents split, they were able to, I think my dad was able to, it was a wake-up call for him, and he was able to start to establish relationships with my brother and, with my brother and I. But because of that strained relationship, I always knew that I really wanted to have an awesome relationship with my son or my daughter. And so I was always very scared of having a kid before I was ready to. And so I have literally only not used a condom the very first time I had sex. Are you serious? Swear to God. Wow. Honestly, I I really, really applaud you for that because I can tell you like me. No, 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 no. No way. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be yeah, I've always up. just been scared. I've always just been scared of that. Um, I, I see my thing is, and, and I said this on another podcast, but my thing is I like fucking without protection. Cause I actually like when somebody comes to me, mm. that's like turns me on, mm. but I don't, I don't do that with like just anybody. But mm. like that in my mind is why, like when I'm with somebody for a while, I definitely, I definitely want to like enjoy that with them. Now I'm not on birth control, so I mean that might be a problem for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be, yeah. But that's why, that's why, yeah, I don't do that. 
because obviously like that's the whole thing is like guys right now every guy i've been like with they're like oh get on birth control so that i can fuck you raw and i'm Mm -hmm. like no 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 no, honey i'm not on birth control specifically so you know that you could impregnate me (laughs) Mm. but yeah so you they gotta have a mean pullout game if they're with you Dude, they don't know. I don't even let people pull. I mean, you're either you're either putting a condom on or unless you're like unless I'm like with that person. Not even with. Yeah. Uh, well, in love with that school. person. Gotcha. We'll just say in love. Latex. Latex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish that like sometimes like. Kevin. Hmm. What if they're allergic? To oh yeah. What if they're? Would you? I've never had that happen. Well, you can get the lambskin. You can get the lambskin. The lamb, they're not. Um, they're, I, re- I remember my I a, sex education taught me that lambskins are not as uh, dependable. Oh, correct. Okay. Reliable. That may be true. However, I do have a friend who is allergic to latex, mm. so she can only use lambskin. Oh, now I have two friends. Uh oh. You as well. <laughs> oh shit! We just uh, gonna have to shoot the club up then. <laughs> Don't, hey, hey, in the gift bags next week, I'm going to be putting some plan B. It's all y'all's. <laughs> that's, that's a good gift. No, yeah. literally, I, I was looking at gift bags today and we were trying to, because we got, so we got um out of, out of closet, you know, out of the closet. They're gonna, oh, we did. They're going to donate. No, no. They're going to donate a, to like 500 condoms for the events. So, but, and Magnums at that. I specifically asked, <laughs> could I please have 500 Magnum condoms? That's expensive. Yeah, they're giving them all to us. That is expensive. I think one of the things that needs to be changed too is just how expensive condoms are. Dude, do you know how much it is to get an STD test right now if you don't have insurance? Oh, God, it's got to be like $500. It's $500. So I went into Planned Parenthood where I used to be able to get a free like pap smear, mm-hmm. free whatever. Cost me $125 just to get in. Then I asked, I want to do a full panel STD test. It cost me $450. Obviously, I said no because I'm like, <laughs> no. But like, and then I went and I had to go get my HIV test because I got it free at out of the closet. Mm. I got it there. But then the rest of it, I had to go somewhere else to get done. And I'm thinking like, who the fuck actually is going to put this much work into seeing if they're clean? They're not. They're not going to give a fuck. And that's what's really unfortunate. Because yeah. between the cost, the time, and just the, the fact that it's such a pain, a lot of people don't. Especially if they're not going to spend, you know, 15 bucks to grab a, a small pack of condoms. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So that, I think that's what's really shitty is that. America's so fucked. Yeah, it is. It's fucked it could up do because. so much good. And that's my thing is like, I feel like they want us to not be sexually active. Mm-hmm. Whoever us, whoever they is. Yeah. But it's like these type of things should be like available for us. Because if I, I don't think sex is bad. Like, honestly. Before this, I would have said I would never date a guy in an open relationship or somebody who fucks somebody else or whatever. At this point in my life, I'm like, I just want an honest relationship. And I've realized that sex is just sex. And I like sex with other people, too, than the per- like I've been in love and I loved him. I would have I would have never done anything to hurt him, but I still was attracted to other people. And I think that's the thing like we need to like let go of is like. I'm not saying go fuck everybody you are attracted to, but maybe at least talk about it with your partner. You know what I mean? If you're attracted to somebody, talk about it. I think that's the most important thing you can do is just mm-hmm. be a really honest about where you are and, and, and then be put it out on the table and just see, because I think there's times when 
partners maybe be are feeling the same way, but just mm -hmm. don't know how to bring it up or aren't as confident with it, etc. I 100% agree with mm. you. Well, we have reached our limit, mm. but I feel like the limit has not been reached with you yet. So we I can think, push the limits a little bit. Yeah, you want to push the limit a I little mean, bit? I'm just saying, yeah. well, it's an hour later, <laughs> we can push the limit. Okay, well, let's push the limit a little bit. So now, now you may have never used sex toys in bed. Push it to the limit. However, if you could use a sex toy in bed, what would it be? I would just leave that up to the lady and oh. whatever she felt like could add to the experience. Like, I think for me, it's not about... I think when you're younger, you're like, you want to be the man and control it. And as you get older, you're like, okay, different things work for different people. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. other things that um, females are into. And if it can add to the experience or heighten it um, in a way that, you know, I'm not battery operated i don't my dick doesn't buzz around and do all the crazy shit that a vibrator can do so like if that can add to it i'm not gonna feel like any less of a, of a man what about adding for you like a cock ring have you ever tried a cock ring no do you know what a cock ring is not really so basically what a cock ring is is it goes on your dick and okay. then since you're hard what it'll do is like almost um, it stops the blood flow, so all the blood comes. So your dick will, in a sense, get bigger and harder, right? Because you're you're that like dangerous. But yeah, but guys <laughs> say like the the fucking the climax is crazy. Is crazy, yeah, because you take it off right before you climax, right? Oh. So it's like this like big like wow, and then you just <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so the whole time it's like constricting. Yeah, it's constricting, and then right before you come, right, like you're fucking her, you want to okay. just like whip it off. And some of the cock rings have a vibrator, so she can get clitoral stimulation while your dick is. Oh. Yeah. I've definitely heard of them, but I've never used one and wasn't like yeah. really up on. I have what they one in the bag do. if you want to take it home. It's all yours. <laughs> I'm just looking over at a large bag of yeah, large bag like, of some like a Whole some Foods some paper bag. Yeah, it, is. it might be in the Whole Foods paper bag. Okay, now here's the real question, though. Gotcha. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I've been ready. Okay, so ready. would you ever let a girl peg you? No, I've never just. Have you ever let a girl put a finger up your ass? No, that's always been something where like I get jumpy real <laughs> I, quick. Like I even if it's. Like I like, even like, if it's close, I'm like, what's, hold on, what's going but on? But why? Because. I think. Lick? Yeah, what about a little bit of lick? See, lick? I think that's different. Wait, wait, like wait. A, I think a lick is different <laughs> than a finger. And I don't know if it's because it's of how we're wired. Insertion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's my thing is, I'm not opposed to licking a dude's ass, though I have never actually licked any dude's ass. I will yeah. just say this. But. It better be fucking clean, yo. Like, you better yeah, fucking you come be with some, like, fresh clean... Fresh out the shower. Yeah, fresh out the shower. And, like, look, like, we all know assholes have hair. <laughs> Men, women, <laughs> it goes either way. Mm -hmm. So if that shit ain't a little bit, at least a little bit plucked. <laughs> yeah. Because I've seen some dudes, some dudes have asked me to lick their asshole and straight really? head. Like, you're like a bush growing out oh, of there. Oh, God. Yeah, that's too much. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't throw up on the mic. I know, seriously. But I like that. So you're cool with at least a little bit of licking, not necessarily. Yeah, like sticking. I mean, if it's if it's part of like if you're licking my balls and then you just go after it, I mean, I'm not gonna be like. Have you hey. ever had your asshole licked? No, no, not really. Yeah, 
Oh, you are missing out. See, I do agree with this. Like, guys, like, this is why I think girls should lick guys' assholes as much as girls will hate me for this. Mm. But, like, when a dude licks my asshole, I, like, fucking am like, wow. Mm. It's something about a dude licking my asshole that's, like, so hot. And they go for it, like, almost, Mm. like, they eat my asshole better than they eat my vagina sometimes. Mm. Do you get that, Nana? No. No? Do you not like your asshole licked? Just whatever. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Really? But you like licking asshole. I know, she can come closer. Come on. Come on. No. Do I like licking <laughs> asshole? I don't mind licking a guy's asshole if I'm with him, but... But you don't want your asshole lick? See that to me? No, I don't. I Like, it's not that, like, okay, if you enjoy it, yeah, but it's... It, just is very like ticklish and uncomfortable, <laughs> you know. And it's like, see, no, I don't feel like, that way. If you're gonna tickle me, like tickle me until I come, which is on my clit. So do that. Mm, okay, we're taking notes here, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Triple thick and Kev. Both yeah, triple thick. <laughs> we're, we're both taking notes on this one. Okay, so so. <laughs> Um, basically, see, for me, it's very opposite. I'm, like, all about dudes who, like, well, honestly, every guy that I've ever been with, they, like, automatically go for my ass. They even, like, smell my ass. I know. I know. I think it's just when you have a big ass. They're like, oh, ass, cheeks, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. juicy. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Like, no. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. No. Well. So, so um, if a guy said to you he wanted to, to get pegged, would you do it? She would. Probably. I could see it yeah. in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about if a girl was like, hey, I want to bring in another guy. Would you allow another guy in the room? No. No? No. I'd be like, you, so you, would you, not. You would you go fuck that other guy and do your thing. I'm would like, you allow another girl? Yeah, I think that's... That's I think more for normal. men, it's just different. I think it's just how... You know, whether it's how we're raised or what we see growing <laughs> up, like um, uh, staring at my Yeah, no, absolutely, like said, and it is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I you do think mind, women are beautiful. Like, I mean, I definitely find more women attractive than men, mm-hmm. but I want a man. You know what I mean? Like, I want a fucking man. Like for a fantasy, yeah. Like, of course. Like, um, maybe two dicks would be like very wild and crazy, but. At the same time, we're like, oh, I can deal with a toy and deal with my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's a great compromise. Hey. Yeah, I mean. I... A toy and, and then <laughs> your man instead of is. trying to bring in. All I'm saying is if I'm going to compromise like that, my man better not be asking me for no fucking <laughs> bitches. I know, but the problem is, is I feel like men will be like, oh, that's a great compromise. But then they'll be like a week later, like, hey, honey, do you want to bring in this girl? Like, mm-hmm. But that- see, I've never asked, like, I've never been in a relationship and said, hey, let's bring in another girl. Because to me, it should be something. But yeah, because me and Victoria it should just are come the up naturally. that would be like, hey, babe. What do you want? Babe, what do you think about? <laughs> yeah, that is true. How are you feeling about? Mm-hmm. And then a dude would be because we're more open to we're water signs yeah we're really sexual, or, yeah very like yeah 
Yeah, we're just more open to talk. Mm-hmm. And my we're, wa- we're open with our sexuality. Yeah. I think that's the biggest key is just talking and being like, hey, here's what I'm cool with. Here's what I'm not. And then maybe here's a gray area where I don't know if I'm cool with this or yep. not. But like, I trust you to take me there. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been a fucking awesome convo. I'm so glad that you popped into this random pussy. Oh, fun. <laughs> was it wet fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a lot of good time. A lot of water in this glass. <laughs> There's a lot of water going <laughs> down. There's actually not a lot of water in that glass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to take Nana here home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going with them. I'm not going with them. We'll tune in next show when I wake up breakfast in bed. Yeah. These two motherfuckers. Yes. Well, you know, my breakfast is going to be real good, girl. Girl. (laughs) Eat up. (laughs) All right, tell them where they can find you again because, you know, we need Uh, to make sure. Kevin Cuenca TV. So Kevin and then C-U-E-N-C-A. TV on Instagram and YouTube and all that good stuff. Yay! Thank you so much for Kevin for coming in. And then Nana, thank you for, you know, gracing us with your beautiful presence as always. Like, oh, she's so fine. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, this is your girl, Victoria Lynn. And that was some random pussy.